Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. Welcome, everyone, to our Ninja Manifesting call for the month of March. This is Jeanette, and before we go into March's topic, I want to check in with those of you and see how February's treated you. Last month, we were playing with a couple of different things. The one that I committed to was to recognizing whenever I was telling a negative story or had a negative thought, and to redirect it to something that felt better. And I have to say, you guys, that was so much harder than I thought. It re- I'll tell you what it reminded me of is, Remember that Rob Hillman quote about Pollyanna being a badass? <laughs> he said she's not some naive, <laughs> wishful, rose-colored glass thinker. She's a badass who bends reality to her will. Okay, I could feel how it would take some super crazy cool skills to be able to do that consistently because I found there were some times when I was really attached to my negative story. And Janet did a call for us uh, offering some support for those who might be experiencing that. But I'd love to hear from you guys. What did you play with? Did, you, did What form of the homework did you guys do, and, and what was your experience with it? I'll start. This is Ming. Um, I, I continued the um, affirmations from January. They um, So they, they it wasn't consistent every day, but I did them half the time, I think. And then the negative um, – I started out with the month – turning around other people's negative situations, which is really kind of cool. Oh, what a and, nice little twist on that. And I like so that. I, yeah, I did that for like the first two weeks of February. I kept running into p- other people. They were near me, you know, so they were, had like these horrible, I kept getting these interesting like health things or yeah. I don't know, some other things with their cars or I don't know what, or whatever, the weather. But I was able to kind of turn them around because I'm like, look, I'm doing this exercise in GVU. And then I would literally <laughs> tell them that this is what we're doing this month. And so the first two weeks, it was all like that. And then I think the third week, I was able to do it for myself. I can't remember the situation, but I did write about it in the forum. And then um, and then the last week, I w- went back to my IM statements again, which which I really like. They're so... You know what, Ming? I noticed the same thing, that February was a lot – I also continued the affirmations, and I really, really enjoyed them. Not, they're not getting old. I'm not getting bored with them. And it was what – what, what was challenging for me about the February skill was that it wasn't something I could necessarily do first thing before I got out of bed. And I like mm-hmm. to start my day that way, so I enjoyed being able to just continue affirmations to start the day, but then it wasn't until I ran into an, or noticed I was running into a negative thought that I could use the February practice. Mm-hmm. Yay for continuing affirmations. There's no doubt in my mind I'll be continuing that in March as well. Yeah, me too. Who else played with February with one of the February skills that can report back? This is Nancy, and I um, just kept up the affirmations, and I. I 
I, I know February was also about shifting to better feeling thoughts, which was in most cases pretty easy to do. And I noticed that if I was tired or hungry, it was harder, you know, mm-hmm. as usual. So mm-hmm. when I noticed that it was harder, I'd stop and go, wait a minute, do you need to eat? Do you need to sleep? Do you need to rest? And the other thing I also added in February was um, giving myself um, moments mm-hmm. of either pure awareness or just stillness throughout the day. So as I would mm. finish a task, you about that too. That was a really yeah. Good. As I would finish a task before I jumped into the next thing, I would just take a few minutes to um, you know deep breathe and and just be still for a little bit. And then when I felt inspired, then I'd go on to the next thing. That's a great idea. Oh hey Julie. Hi guys. Hey Julie. That's a great idea. Hi. Hi Julie. Hi. <laughs> You know, I didn't, um, I don't remember what I did really differently than February. Uh, You know, I'm a big fan of scripting, so I always kind of do that. I do remember in February when we talked about, I think on one of the previous calls, Jeanette, about first thing in the morning, this kind of thing. So I know, like, for the first two weeks in February, I worked in bed. I would just kind of do something in the morning, get quiet, listen to some music, and then I would go back and um, sit on top of my bed, like with a quilt over, and that was very nice. And then the last two weeks have been a blur, but because um, I've been traveling. But I, I kept up with the scripting, and then I was at a company meeting and this annual meeting last week and got recognition for being Rookie of the Year and inspiring unlimited potential and that we can win this. I got some kind of a team award which I really loved how LOA it was written. That was awesome. But right on. Yeah, that's what I had to share. Thank you. Well, you know, i got to say that I think part of my challenge in the better feeling thoughts, well, I think that's actually part of why I came down with the cold that Russ brought home because I was just so mad at him, and it was so hard for me to release my story about how mad I was at him, not just for bringing the home a cold. I probably gave him a cold. I discovered in his bathroom he ran out of soap. And I should say, for people who don't know me, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. I'm not like a normal person. I really, really pay closer attention. Okay, In his bathroom, I noticed one day he had ran out of soap. And then like a week and a half later, I noticed it was still out of soap. And I said to him, how long's your bathroom been out of soap? And he said, oh, I don't know. Is it out of soap? You don't use soap in your bathroom? Okay, for a germaphobe? That was like... (laughs) Oh, my God, I know. Have an x-ray machine hooked up to your brain. Come on. So I didn't... And then he got really defensive because I said, even my redneck ex-boyfriend, he hates Verl. He hates Verl with a strong passion. And I said, even Verl knows to wash his hands after he goes about... And he washes, but just not with soap. And I'm like... There's a reason they make soap. Okay. Anyway, I was so mad, and then he got even madder, and we just deteriorated. And and the thought of the thought of germs and no doubt that's why shortly after he got sick, and shortly after I got sick, and the whole time I'm just so attached to my what a jerk story that um I actually I recognized I was stuck in it, you guys, and I hired Lisa for professional help in getting out of it. One of the things she told me was. 
that um, she said, he can't be anything but a jerk for you when you were telling the story of what a jerk he is so well. And I know this. No one knows this better than I. I've probably blogged about it a dozen times in the history of my blog about how when I change my story of him, he changes who he is. She said, he has to be a jerk because you're telling the story so well. So she gave me the homework to write down a story where cast him as the hero instead of the jerk. And um, I got to say within two days of doing that, and I did it grudgingly, really grudgingly, because I was, I was quite attached to the version of the story that I was telling. It was so freaking true. And what kind of a jerk? I mean, hello, you got to – okay, see how well I could go there? <laughs> see how well I could go there? But in just two days of telling the – you know, telling a different version – the different guys showed up, and then by day three, oh my gosh, it was just unbelievable. It was such a powerful transformation. It inspired me to journal on a whole different topic because I forgot how how powerful that stuff is. So um, that that February was a ringer for me, man. That one was I I still I am not nailed that one. I could still do make plenty of progress on that. And I have a lot of respect for Pollyanna because she makes it look easy. I love Having that said, Pollyanna is a badass. I love. I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> uh, that is so awesome. Just think about yeah. Pollyanna, and just think, yeah, she's a badass. Look at everything she, you know, rose-colored glasses, sunny glasses, reality yeah. to her will. Yeah, absolutely. She. I love that. I know it's. You know, I, I, I made it. I made say, a well, in my his, world. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I made a graphic of his quote. Um, and and it went it got it got shared a lot and so then he did a blog post on it. If you Google Pollyanna is a badass, oh okay, find cool. Rob Hillman, yeah, he's got a whole article Thank on you. it. Thank you. I will. Yeah. So all right, March. Um, here's what I got in mind for. So just a reminder: this series is intended to inspire us, right? To to remind us to do the small, easy work of vibration management. I don't believe any of us here need to study this stuff any longer. We already know it. The magic is when we practice it, and that's what this series is all about, to get us to do it every day. So, so far, January we did affirmations. February we were redirecting negative stuff. And what I wanted to play with in March, I'm laughing because when I started this um, in January, I had a long list of the things, ooh, and Julie, a couple of you gave me some really good stuff to add to it. But um, rather than just going what I had in mind for my list, I check in with Guidance. And Guidance was so crystal freaking clear with me on what March should be, and I argued with it. I still, I still have, I'm still not down with it because it isn't easy enough. It doesn't meet the five-minute uh, first thing in the morning requirement. What Guidance said when I checked in on what March wanted to be was um, to give. To give to others whatever it is you want to receive, give it to others. And I was like, okay, at first that sounded fine, but then I thought, but, okay, so say what say what I want to receive is my dream house. How do I give a dream house to someone else? And I was like, okay, maybe I could upgrade my fairy garden. Maybe I could clean the cat's favorite bed. I don't know. Maybe there are ways I could do that. But then I thought, I thought, no, it doesn't, I don't, that's not easy enough. And then I, then I thought, well, maybe it could just be in the feeling. Okay, what's the feeling you want to receive? Right. Okay, give that feeling to someone else. But I can't give, I can't make anyone feel anything. So I was just arguing with it all over the place. So um, even though it, every time I tuned in, it just, it said the same thing, but I'm not down. <laughs> so what I have planned for March, and I think this is a little bit related. Um, <laughs> so that's why I laugh. When I look at what I have lined up for March, I'm laughing because it's not what Guidance said. 
but there is no way we are going wrong with this one. It's self-love, eye to eye, every day. So in the mirror, at least once a day, speaking it out loud, something kind to yourself. I know there are a lot of ways to practice self-love. I think this is one of the most powerful ones to practice, at least one of the most powerful ones to practice that's easy to engage in a matter of minutes, and we can do it every day. The reason why self-love is on our list of ninja manifesting skills is because I don't believe there is any stronger ticket to alignment than this. This is the heart of what it means to be connected with source and allowing all the good things that we want. Self-love combines that, first of all, we're we, I think we are giving what we want to receive. I think what we want to receive is love, and so when we give it, whether we're giving it to ourselves or to someone else, that's, that kind of satisfies that whole source guidance that March should be about, give what you want to receive. Yeah, let's do Let's give it to ourselves. <laughs> and at the heart of it, it's always love, right? That's what every, it's the foundation of everything. So I, I, I pulled up a couple of Abraham reminders. Everyone talks about the power of self-love. I, literally everyone. I don't think that's an exaggeration. It might be. But I like Abraham best for inspiration on why to practice this. And I've got two really good quotes from them. Here's the first one. There is not one negative thing that you are experiencing that is happening for any other reason than you are not appreciating yourself. When you are critical of somebody else, it's not about them. It's about you. When you are condemning the world, whether it is the political world or the religious world or the economic world or the ecological world, when you are looking at the flaws in the world, it is not about the world, it is about you. It is about the way you feel about you. And so we say, friends, nothing is more important. I'm getting emotional. Nothing is more important than that you establish your own relationship with you. It is our promise to you that you are Inner, oh my gosh, look at me, all emotional. It is our promise to you that your inner being adores you, but you close the door when you think thoughts of lack about yourself. I think this is going to be a big month for me. <laughs> and I'm a girl who practices this stuff. I'm not new to this. Love that quote. Here's another one. And there is no more important object of attention to which you must flow your appreciation than that of self. The habit of thought or belief that holds most people outside of their vortex of creation more than all other thoughts put together is the lack of appreciation of self. That's why this stuff, that March may very it may be tough to beat this practice in March, but what I've noticed about January and February is that I'm bringing that stuff with me. Like even when March 1st rolled around, I was still doing my February habit. I'm still doing my January habit. So I thought, get this one in early so this one can roll through the whole year too because I think we're going to have a lot, a lot of juice with this one. I want to say a little bit about it before I um, pick your brains for ways on what on how we might set ourselves up for success here. Um, first of all, what to expect when we practice this uh, as far as results go. Look, I love what Jack Canfield reported. He said when he practiced self-love in the mirror every night after he'd finished brushing his teeth he'd look himself in the mirror and he'd say just a couple of nice things to himself the same way he'd say a couple of nice things to one like valued employees or one of his kids he'd just say a couple of those things to himself and after 40 days of that he said his negative self-talk disappeared i myself have never made it 40 days straight of this practice 
I may I may continue this far enough into April to finally be able to say, yeah, hey, I did it. But I love what he reported about the results he got from practicing this. Um, I think some of the what, what we can expect, what I've experienced in the past for challenges, the reason I never made up 40 straight days, was I got self-conscious when it was the end of the day and it was time for me to go do self-love in the mirror and I knew someone could hear me. It, I was a little embarrassed. It felt a little awkward. And this was a long time ago. I don't think I would that would hold me up now. We're going to find out, I guess. But um, I think that one sometimes holds some people up. It just it feels it feels a little awkward. Or even if no one's listening, it just it's uncomfortable. Sometimes flowing that love to ourselves, it feels a little. Uh, well, I don't want to elaborate on it. But if you're experiencing that, that's okay, and it's not a good enough reason to stop. <laughs> you just got to ride it out. Some people have reported to me that they they struggled with it because it felt disingenuous, like. They were trying to come up with something to say that they didn't really feel. And I think if anyone has that experience, that just it, it, it spotlights how important this practice is for you. I think until this is super easy, you don't get to put this one down. This should be natural, on the tip of your tongue, so easy to go to. The harder it is for you, the more important it is that you do it. I so believe that. Um, so, yeah, I, I was thinking, what would the advanced version of this be? And I was what naturally came to mind was, well, instead of just doing it once, you know, like either at the beginning of the day or the end, do it throughout the day. Like every time you are in front of a mirror or some sort of reflective. I mean, I think the eye-to-eye part of this is really powerful. Again, there are lots of ways to practice self-love. You may choose a different one. But I'm going for this one because I think there's a lot of juice in it. And I could do that not just with every mirror that I find myself across from, but anytime there's any sort of a reflection, like, you know, when the computer screen, when the computer's rebooting, or when I'm standing in front of a door that's reflecting my image, I think that could be the advanced practice, just to step it up uh, how often we do it. The other way to do it would be to step up the scope of what you're saying to yourself. I don't know exactly what that would be like, but it would be kind of fun to flirt with it. And for anyone who's looking for an alternate practice, you know what I discovered in in January was I wanted more things to play with. For anyone else who feels that way, I thought the alternate practice for this month could be instead of just flowing love to your own self, it could be to invite someone else to show you some love <laughs> like you can give instructions you can make requests of other people to shower love on you <laughs> one way or another with any of those practices we're going to become i think both better lovers and better receivers this month and i think that does fulfill that that uh instruction i was getting from guidance when i was checking in on march but i'd love to check to hear from you guys for those of you who have experience with self-love habits, does, can anyone speak to their um, uh, their struggles or challenges or successes with practicing it eye-to-eye -eye in the mirror? I've had resistance in the past. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Did you go feel. through it, Julie, or was it was it just a temporary sort of thing, or did um, you just keep at it till it got easier? No, you know, I've never – so, I mean, so that's why I was the one that wrote in the – 
in the post might be easier to actually give somebody a house, you know, for some people. <laughs> for some people. <laughs> so I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, but I know that Lou, Louise Hay is a proponent of self-love, and when she was working with AIDS patients, I think in the 80s, I think this is right, Nancy, maybe you know better than I do, but um, she's a big proponent of self-love, and she practices self-love. And I think, you know, I still find flaws when I look at myself, so I think I'm sure that's just that's just my vanity piece of me. But but then there are other times when I just have a really good long look, like when I'm washing my face or something and just my blue eyes are staring back at me in the in the mirror, you know, I'll have a conversation. But um but I haven't really spent a lot of time with you know, you're great, I love you. Um, you things did a great that I would job. Um, that I would yeah you did a good job things that I would you know tell my daughter for sure right Fraser so that's and you, I think you said something like that Jack Hanfield you know say it just like you'd be saying it to your kids or an employee yeah thing. okay I could I'll, I'll stay with, yeah that's yeah good. we knew how to love up on someone else oh, I love that yeah. well I just no but I love yeah how I thought well I would talk to myself that way so if right. I was you know my daughter how would I say that and just say it to myself. So I yeah. thought. So that gave me a great idea. Thank you, by the way. So tip on that for me to during this month of March to give that a go. Yeah, I I really love Julie how you pointed out because I've had clients before who, when I talk about adopting a self love practice, and I mention mirror work, they often think that what I mean is, and this is one way to practice it, but this certainly isn't just how I mean it for this month for us. They think I mean it. Okay, get naked and say nice things about how you look. Okay, yeah, yeah no. that could be that can be real <laughs> yeah, for no. some people. That could be the <laughs> toughest part of the practice, and that, that could be very effective. But I'm thinking not just how we look, because we wouldn't when we love someone, we don't just love how they look. We love who Absolutely. they are, love all aspects of them. Absolutely, yeah, Absolutely. so from the heart, yeah. Even though we're but, looking at our physical selves, we don't have to limit our our comments or the topic of our appreciation to our to what we look, but but who we are. And and that's managing our vibe, though, you know. So one thing I've noticed, mm-hmm. too, I have this, it's I'm probably like the last six weeks, two months, I have very much, it's something new for me, and I like it, where I'll start to go on a negative or start to go in a negative lane. I might not even have any words around it. I'll just have a lane. My body is, like, starting to tense up. Or maybe there's a thought out there where all of a sudden, if I just relax and go, oh, no, remember, everything will be fine. Everything's fine. Turn it over. That's really, I finally, and just mm. the actual release of really believing that and trusting that. That's nice. a lot. Nice, nice, nice. Thank you, Julie. Mm. Um, who else has, where's a, I see a lot of comments in chat room. Has anyone got anything, any questions to ask, any tips to share, any ways to expand this self-love practice that might be helpful for us to think about? So Jeanette, do you feel that the listening, the mirror work is is really integral to this? Because you know I've never done that before. Oh, I think I'm pretty good at self love, but I I've never done the mirror thing. You're gonna find out soon enough. You may just get there and be like, oh, this is no big deal. I could totally do. No, this. I don't know. Actually, I have a hesitation <laughs> around it. You I, know, there's something. I, the, I think I, it, it. I think there's something about looking ourselves in the eye, not just. Looking at ourselves, looking at our—it's eye to eye. There's something about that that feels like—I I mean, I get goosebumps just saying that. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I think it's different than 
writing in a journal about, you know, five things I appreciate about myself or, you know, I I sometimes still run myself through Vision's um, six-phase meditation and one of those includes three things you appreciate about yourself. This is different. Doing it eye-to-eye in the mirror, I think Jack was right. There's something to yeah. that worth doing. That's why I'm bringing it. Now, you guys know that in this Ninja Manifesting series throughout the year, I always, always, always laughing as I didn't do this my own self. Always, always, always listen to your inner guidance above all else. If you feel any other inspiration to engage this, follow that one. Absolutely follow that one, <laughs> says the girl who refused to do the give what you want to receive homework. I just It just didn't feel easy enough, universe. It wasn't easy enough. Um, and that's what I want this thing to be. I want it to be just a matter of minutes, minutes I can count on one hand. It would probably take me 10 minutes to even figure out how to do one of those give what you want to receive things. Okay, I don't want to say, I don't want to argue with guidance anymore. But I don't want you to argue with yours. If you get any sort of inspiration or intuition around how you should either do it totally different or even just tweak it a little, by all means, follow that. But what I'm playing with is eye to eye in the mirror. I, and I'm committing to doing it every day, but but I'm intending to practice the advanced version because I wash my hands a lot, <laughs> unlike maybe some people that I live with. I wash my hands a lot, and uh, I got a lot of opportunities to just take an extra minute and say a few nice things. And what's the advanced version? Just looking yourself straight on in the eye, and just as we were saying, it's more, it's more than once a day. The advanced version is just do it every time right, you're in front okay. of the mirror or got a it. reflection. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. And and there may be another way to do it in terms of what we're saying to ourselves. I think that's another way to to step it up. And it may that may be it's got to be something different every time. You know, that might be one of them. So we're not saying the same thing over and over. That could be another way to to expand it. But what I'm saying is whatever is easy for you, I want you to stretch. I want you to challenge. I want you to get some new skills in this practice. So if, you know, it's super easy to do an eye-to-eye sincere compliment to yourself or sincere love, uh, find a way to find a way to step it up. You guys game? Yeah, I am. Right on. You know, I'm game for it. I mean, I'm game for, you know, like the baby steps. Just like, really, when I first heard you say that, I mean, I laughed at myself and think, oh, it might be easier to give a house. <laughs> that's why, really, I thought that, you know. I was like, but, but that's for me to, you know, to see that and go, hey, give it a go. And I like the baby steps. You know, I, the, you know what else that, I like too, oh. Julie, is huh. that it gives us a chance to study how we do show and express love to others, so that we can turn that back on ourselves. That just a whole focus on love, because just like you brought up, okay, I know the things I would say to my daughter. I know the sorts of right. things I would share. So I can I share those with my own self too. I think it's going to help us become more aware at uh, our style of love and how we express that, not just to ourselves, but, well, to others, but to include ourselves in that practice. And you know what sometimes helps me, too, and it's like, oh, I don't know if I can do that or if I can't go there. Then, or especially like when I'm in sales presentations or I start getting butterflies, I remember, oh, this is a performance, you know? And so I just mm-hmm. pretend I'm a performer and I'm the best me that I can be. And sometimes that helps, too. And then you're mm-hmm. right in that. Lane. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if it would help the people who are new to it and are struggling with doing the mirror work to actually like write it write down what they want to say first. 
and good use that paper handy so that the first few times you've got that paper to kind of um, remind you the direction that you want to go. And then Excellent. once you get into it and you, you're more comfortable with it, then you can be more um, off the cuff. I like that. I like that, Nancy. And you know what? You're making me think of something Abraham has said before. Now, that's Abraham I was quoting, saying nothing more important than self-love and appreciation of self. But I've also heard Abraham say, for people who found that really challenging, that they're better off starting with a different focus, a different subject to send that love. I don't think that's going to be the case for anyone here. If it is, then make this doable. Don't 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 struggle too much with this. Set yourself up for success. But I think that most people here will find this one. I, I think most of us have done this sort of work before, so this I, I don't expect too many members are going to struggle with that. But if you do, listen, consider Abraham's advice that if it's too hard to love yourself, then love your cat first, love your dog first, love your neighbor first. Eventually, it'll be easier to love your own self first. <laughs> I guess that could be the I, I once I once had a hypnotherapist who um, recommended that exactly. I mean, they were saying either take a pet or if you have a child, imagine that you're holding your child in your arms or you're holding your pet and just Feel the love you feel for that being. Just let it just overflow all of you as you really immerse yourself in that feeling of love. And then imagine looking down and it's you in your own arms. Mm. And you're mm. feeling that same overwhelming, overflowing sense of love for yourself. I like that, Nancy. And then when you feel it start to wane, you go back to your pet or your child and cultivate that sense of love again and then you can just kind of repeat it until it feels good. So not that's lovely. Hi, um I'm a new caller to this forum. Who is this? Um hi, my name is Omesh. So lovely to meet you. Thank you for joining us today. Uh thank you so much. Um I, I wanted to ask, is this one challenge I suffer? I have tried um, expressing self-love to myself. Um, one of the challenges that I suffer is, uh, is uh, you know, roughly last year, the same time about last year, there was a very traumatic uh, incident in my life. And uh, um, what's happened is uh, basically I've, I've been... Um, you know, holding myself responsible for it. And uh, uh, even though, you know, I wasn't the, the person who who was involved in the action of, of the incident. So one of the challenges that I suffer is um, when I try to say good things about myself, when I try to say good things to myself, um, there's, there's this feeling of unworthiness, like this, mm. almost like this, traumatic incidents happened and I was somehow responsible for it or or it happened to me because I'm not a good person. You know, like almost like a, a law of karma. Like I did something really bad and this happened to me and I deserve that this happened to me. So one of the challenges I suffer is not being able to believe that I'm a good person. Like, you know, if I want to say anything good about myself, 
I wonder if there's another approach in which I can first start with something like, you know, maybe not self-love, but maybe something like, you know, this this event happened and I, I was not responsible for it. Uh, you know, it's almost like an accident that happened, but I can't really talk about it very, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, well, so it's, I think I I really, really love your question, and thank you for bringing it up, because I think that this is something that a lot of people experience as a stumbling block to being able to embrace complete and full, unconditional love for themselves. And that's something, they're, they're believing something about themselves that's contradictory to that perspective. So I'd love to hear from everyone on this. My first thoughts on it are that I would want to practice Maybe the best way for me to practice feeling love for myself is just to practice the perspective that I believe source has about me or higher power, whatever whatever uh, that might be for you. I might think about how God sees me. I think that that's, um, that's one way we can get around our own limiting belief, and it is a limiting belief, that you've done something wrong or you are unworthy. That is absolutely not true. There's... That's a false perception. And one way to practice a different perception is to see yourself through the eyes of God or universe source energy. That um, that might be helpful. I'm also thinking about a quote I just read from Abraham on unworthiness. I wonder if this is helpful. Okay, they said, do you know what the dominant reason for anyone who has a worthiness issue is? They have plenty of negative emotion and they are willing to put up with it willing to put up with it and the only reason anybody would be willing to put up with negative emotion is because they don't know where it comes from or why they've got it so if you could cure unworthiness in a few minutes with anybody with everyone if you could just convince them that the reason that they feel that feeling of unworthiness is because source is rooting for them and they are rooting against themselves I love that perspective. Look at it's making every time I'm quoting Abraham, it's making me freaking cry. Who else has input for Am- Amish on this one? I think um, when you're, you know, I if you think back, this is Ming. Um, you can always find yourself in a situation that's similar. When I think back to something where I felt like, you know, I did something to someone or caused some situation. I think rather than just jumping, trying to go to self-love, I, I try to start with just a, just a little bit of forgiveness and kind of let yourself, you know, say to yourself, you know, give yourself a break. I mean, no matter what it is or no matter what happened, um, and just to kind of let go a little bit and just tell your, you know, self, I don't know what, what the word is, you know, to kind of give yourself a hug and just say, you know, it's okay or or if it was somebody you were trying to console that felt like that, I would just give them a hug and just say, Ming, you know, let it go. It's okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ming, but I love that. Like, how would you, what would you say to someone else who was experiencing this? You know, whatever the kind words are you would say to them, you can practice saying them to yeah, yourself, too, right? Yeah, because, yeah, you know, sometimes people just, you mean, no matter what it is or no matter how severe it is, and I, I think I probably had people come to me like that, or I've even been myself have been in situations where, you know, I felt like, man, what did you do? Or, 
how did you, you know, how could you have done this or, or something our parents say to us or, you know, and I, I just find that just to not try to solve the problem or not try to, to come up with an answer or, or try the, the question is why, you know, we, we tend to always say, why did this happen or whatever, but I would, I just kind of get the person just real quiet and just say, you know what? And then kind of, it's okay to cry, right? I mean, if you need to cry, you need to release mm-hmm. something and you just, you know, I try to not solve the whole thing. I just tell, let the person just, just, just let it, it's okay. For, for right now, at this moment in time, let's just give yourself a little break, just for a little while, just for this moment in moment. And that's kind of what I would say to myself or to somebody I cared for. Or, I that's hope that helps. Yeah. Okay. Very I've, tried, I've tried telling myself sometimes, uh, sometimes I've, I've tried this, I've tried saying some things like, you know, you know, bad things can happen to good people. And I, I, but then when I try that, I, I sort of go off on this tangent where I'm trying to justify why that can be so, you know, like why something really bad can happen to somebody who, you know, has always had the best intentions. So that doesn't work sometimes for me. You know, that kind of makes me think of how Abraham shares the power of contrast, that how something good, in fact, Martha Beck has an exercise that's really helpful here as well. It's similar concepts, but that something good is coming from something unwanted or undesirable. Martha's exercise, she asks people to find something good in your life right now, something that you really especially appreciate, and then trace back to the events that led to it until you get to one that was not cool, it was not fun, not good, it was it it was not desirable. And she said you can do that if you do that a couple of times with the things that you're really appreciating in life right now, it becomes easier to believe that good things come from those sorts of experiences, which is exactly what Abraham teaches that contrast is what gives birth to all of our new desires. So it has an appropriate role in our lives. It doesn't mean something's gone wrong. It means we're we're engaged in the game. This is this is part of the process. I don't know if I said that very well. Maybe someone else has something more helpful to add. Nancy, what are your thoughts? Well, I was uh, in in the chat uh, commenting to Cindy. I really like her idea of using Ho'oponopono, which is the ancient Hawaiian healing modality um, is mirror work. Mm. So standing in front of the mirror saying, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And repeating that while you look at yourself in the mirror. I think that's a really... Um, I could see how that would be... Really uh, yeah, good. really powerful and interesting approach for for this person to try and also earlier I had just said baby steps I think um, if you're if you're believing the thought that I did something bad and I created this um, traumatic situation then that thought in itself has to be healed because until you do it's always going to be the you know the roadblock, um, and 
and, and it everybody takes a, I think everybody has a different way of handling that. Like I might handle it in a different way than another person might handle it. And because of my study with Abraham and you know my understanding of energy quantum physics, I look at things differently than perhaps another person might. So um, that's a, that's a that good point, Nancy. Yeah. That what works for one person may not for another, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a different solution that will. Right. I, I believe that redemption is available for all of us, but we have to be open to receiving it. So if we believe the thought that I'm a horrible person, I did something wrong, I don't know, for me anyway, I, I would have a hard time reaching for redemption because I still have that thought that's controlling things. And until that thought is deconstructed and and moved out of the way, I wouldn't personally be able to really reach for redemption. But I do believe redemption is possible for everyone. You know another way to deconstruct that thought, Nancy, in addition to Cindy's suggestion for the Ho'oponopono process, would be Byron Katie's work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Amish, but the, the work is four questions in a turnaround. How does that go, you guys? Is it true? Can I know that it's true? How do I feel when I think that thought? Who would I be without this thought? And then turn it around and see if that feels better. I, I don't know if I summed that up well. Does anyone know the work better than I do? Yeah, the first question is, is it true? And the second one is, can you absolutely be sure it's true? And even if the answer to those first two questions is yes, it doesn't matter because the third question is, how do I feel when I think that thought? And then the fourth one is, who would I be without that thought? Okay. And then the turnaround, yeah, and then the turnaround. That's always the trickiest part for me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, if we had a real one to play with, the turnaround is powerful. We do have some calls on the work. They might be looking up in the archive. But, Nancy, you know what else comes to mind? That one you've been quoting lately from A Course in Miracles. That's about a different way to willing to see it differently. How does it go? Oh, um, oh that's a good one. I'm willing to yeah, see this I'm, differently. I am, willing, I am willing to see this differently. Please take my thoughts and judge them for me and return to me thoughts of, you know, whatever it is that you're seeking. If you're seeking peace or comfort or... Um, you know, harmony, whatever thoughts that you're seeking, ask for that. So, so you basically you're you're speaking to your higher power, whoever that is for you, and you're saying, please, I am willing to see this differently. Please take my thoughts and judge them for me. And what that means is, I'm giving this up to you. I'm giving the whole problem to you because I'm not doing so well. <laughs> So here you go. You can have it. You can take it. And please judge it for me and return to me thoughts of peace, love, and harmony, or whatever it is that that you're seeking. Just just hearing that, it makes me feel so much better. I I think what what, what happens is I suffer from the pressure of um, knowing or not knowing, you know, if I if it was me that did something bad, but just I think just giving up that decision to a higher power, I think that makes me feel a whole lot better. 
You know what else comes up? This is Cindy. Um, If you're familiar with EFT, the polarity statement that gets used at the very beginning, which says even though, so whatever you're working on, like you're trying to heal a headache or something, even though I have this headache, I completely and deeply love and accept myself. And I thought that would be a great statement for mirror work as well. No matter what's going on that's making you feel unworthy, is even though this situation happened, uh, I, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. That's great. That's a nice, nice Good tip. One, yeah. You know what else might be helpful, you guys? Let's. I'm sure everyone has been doing it already, naturally, but um, I just want to speak to it. Let's all send a big fat love blast <laughs> to our new friend at CVU who maybe could use um, some outsourcing for finding that access to complete acceptance and appreciation of self. So big, nice. big, big yeah. love coming your way, my friend. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for speaking to that. I think a lot of people listening to this recording will benefit from that and some of us live. Um, you guys, you know, here's an interesting thing that's really clear for me. I, you know me, I pride myself on being willing to honor inspiration no matter what. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like inspiration, like guidance is like, really, Jeanette? Really? Because we were clear and you're not listening to us <laughs> about the, the, about how March was supposed to be about giving to others what you want to receive yourself. So I'm going to commit to, I thought maybe if I just spoke to it, that would be enough. Maybe it was just to be shared with someone else, but I, it still feels really strong that I have not honored it. So I, I'm probably going to mix that in somehow, some way into my practice, even though it may not be as simple as a five-minute practice first thing in the morning. I'll probably be reporting in on how that is going for me because it doesn't feel right for me to be aware of it and be ignoring it. Hey, Jeanette. Yes, Nancy. I'm sorry to interrupt, but Guidance is asking me to ask you, What if what you're seeking is relief and you give relief when you have calls like this, when you interact with people in forums, when you um, talk to people? Yeah. That's, you know what, Nancy? Thank you for that because what it, it, that fits, it resonates. And what it says is I was making it harder than it needed to be. Here I was arguing about, no, that doesn't fit our requirements for super simple easy. But you're right. It's It can be easier than I'm making it out to be. Thank yeah, you. and and you're doing it already without even realizing it. <laughs> 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 so you need to go in the mirror and congratulate yourself for doing all, for all the relief you bring to people all day long, yeah. you know, through Facebook and through GBU and <laughs> that post from yesterday. I got a, I couldn't believe how I couldn't believe how many emails I got from yesterday's post. I which I didn't I was just super simple. I had some I wanted to share that message with one of my clients and then I realized there's another one actually who I'd like to say this to too and I thought why don't you just write it up so everyone can read it. So ta da Ta da yeah. <laughs> Yay for easy <laughs> Well, you know what I thought? It's so funny because I do every day. I have this little fish, Fortuno, who um, 
it's a little beta fish, and they say, oh, they only last two or three years. Well, he and I are going on four and a half years together now. Woo-hoo. And I do, I have, like, I do the whole, is it Dr. Emoto? You know, I just think about how the water crystals are changing. I lay my hands on the fishbowl, and he comes swimming over. I'm, I'm sure it's all about food, you know, but I think he's excited <laughs> to see me. Besides the food, because he does respond. I mean, I take him to my girlfriend's house when I'm out of town because he likes company. And she talks to him. She goes, he really, he and that snail, they really have their own little microenvironment there. But I do, like, I'm like, hey, Fortuno, you're such a good boy. I love you. I mean, we are looking each other eye to eye, and we are sharing love. And that's such a good feeling, you know, so I'll try that that in the mirror. Anyhow, I'm laughing at the, you know, the advanced practice, the advanced version of this practice is inviting others to love us. I'm yeah. imagining you taking yourself to your girlfriend's house and saying, hey, will you love up on me the same way you would on my fish? Or on my on, fish. Or I, <laughs> I am a Pisces, uh, but uh, anyhow. I can't wait uh, to hear back on how, on what people experience in practicing this. I think, um, I, I know this isn't going to be new for most of us. But just like it wasn't new for me to script out a different story, and there I was doing it because Lisa told me to on the subject of Russ, and it was transformational. With, I mean, within two days, you guys, it was like with a day and a, I posted about it in the forums. It was crazy how powerful that was. So I know we know this, but sometimes it's fun to surprise ourselves in, in reengaging just how cool we are when we practice what we know works. So here's to self-love for the month of March. And um, if anyone has any other questions, suggestions, tips before I end our recording, let's hear those now. I I just thought that Julie's, um, you know, holding of the fish tank and, and sending good energy is a great reminder to do that with our water as well or whatever it is. Oh, thank mm. you. Yep, mm-hmm. thank you. That we can well, be doing throughout the day. Anytime that we're drinking water, we can take a moment to love, send our love into the water and then drink it. You know, Nancy, some people may find that this is even a more challenging self-love practice than eye-to-eye in the mirror, the way I suggested. But if you've got a, a part of your body that you are not happy with, either because of how it's feeling or how it looks or how you're judging it, hands-on that part of your body and flowing love to it, the same way, like that visual of Julie with her hands on the fishbowl, I I love the idea of sending that kind of focused love to our physical selves as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I even do that when I have like a pain or a twinge and it's like, now why, I don't understand why my foot is hurting or <laughs> why do I have that pain in my side? I will stop and give it my full attention, ask it what it has to say to me and then give it love. That's great. Same thing. Same thing. That's great. That's that's a different... It disappears as soon as you do that, but anyway. (laughs) I was just thinking about how, how, you know, uh, it could be a wise LOA practice to ignore the thing that, you know, because what we focus on grows. But it, it feels, the way you described it, Nancy, feels so loving to just stop and give it attention and say, oh, hey, I hear you. What's up? In, instead of, no, I'm pretending I feel fine. No, it, all is well here. I'm not going to give that any thought. It, it, I, could, I could feel the love present in just being willing to 
say yes to what is and listen to what it has to say. And I, I got it from Abe. It was Abraham who said, if you have a pain or um, problem in your body, stop and give it your full undivided attention. It's your body wanting to give a message to you, wanting to let you know. Uh, and, and in later materials from Abraham, they said, um, you know, as your body remembers, the, the consciousness of your body, of your cells, remembers past traumas, it will hold on to it until a time when you're able to cope with it and deal with it. Mm. So, and it brings your attention to it by giving you a twinge or a pain or, a, you know, some sensation in the body. And And so stop and give it your full attention. And I've had clients who have hired me because they were in physical pain, um, having some kind of physical issue. And when I encouraged them to give it their full attention, they thought I was out of my mind. But when they did it, they experienced the same thing I have, which is that the pain or the sensation in the body just dissipates. It goes away. And often when it does go away, you you simultaneously will get a memory from the past. And it's just giving you an opportunity to process that memory from a new um, state of consciousness, from a new place. Does that make sense? Makes good sense. Really powerful to hear that too. Thanks, Nancy. Thank Abraham. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll thank all of you for tuning in for this conversation. I really love where it went today, and I'm excited to see how things unfold for all of us. So I am, I'm going to be practicing this, and you're invited to do the same thing to continue. Oh, I'm going to pause while my dogs bark at the mailman. Hang on a sec. And I'm just going to say to Julie, I'm sorry it's Fortuno. Not because Fortuno. he's a boy. <laughs> I but I, Fortuna comes off the tongue easier, right? It's easier to pronounce. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, well, it's a boy. He's a boy, so Fortuno. <laughs> and the right. boys that of fishes are the most beautiful, you know. Oh, the he, he's yeah. so pretty. His fan, and when I have a little mirror for him, a little mirror and a little Buddha, and when he's feeling all kind of spicy and sassy, he'll just, you know, swim up to it and poof up his fins and his tail. It's fun to watch. And when we were talking about him a couple minutes ago, it was kind of funny. He was kind of kind of rowdy in the – get a little rowdy. And then and he's so cute. He gets a little rowdy, and then, he, then he'll calm down, and then he'll sleep for an hour or so. And, but when people walk by, I mean, he notices it. He's right near my front door, and he loves it near, the, near a window near sunshine because so, I've got live plants in there. Yeah. And did you say you're a Pisces? I am. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So my Pisces second husband demanded we have a fish tank, and he knew the names and the personalities of every fish in that tank. Every I don't go one. that far, but yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have a tank. It's a beta, I think, fortunately. But but you know, they're. I mean, they're so beautiful. So the fish are beautiful, and it's a good. When's your birthday? Tank. February twenty third. Oh, as, we just missed it. Even, well, and as long, I've told my friends and family this too, as long as I am working for this particular bank, um, I will spend every every birthday, February 23rd, in Kansas City, Missouri. There is just no getting around it. 
I will be in Kansas City, Missouri, as long as I work for this company for my birthday. But that's cool. Good people. They sang me happy birthday. It was <laughs> fun. It was just, you know, Kansas City, six days of Marriott Air, hotel food and people. But it was, you know. Well, happy belated birthday. Thank you. And congratulations on your awards, Julie. Well earned. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. They asked me to speak. It was it was great. Uh, they sat me at the front with the president, and I was just I was so thankful, very proud, and very thankful. And also saw that I did that. Remember how beat up I was at the other place, Nancy and Jeanette? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just like, I'm dying here, and they don't appreciate me, and I'm killing myself. And nice turnout. Thank you. Well, what kind of company uh, punishes their employee, their salespeople for? exceeding their sales goal. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. I, know. I was just thinking how good it would be for, yeah, to not to not reactivate Julie's old um, old stories. Well, you know what, I know, and I'm not so reactivated really anymore because, I, you know, good living or what is it, living well is the best revenge. Yeah. So, um, you know, always figure that mm-hmm. it'll work out. Agreed. I mean, it has, I mean, well, look, at it did work out. That's why I. Uh, it always good. does. It always does, even better. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so what I was saying before Coda started barking at our mailman is that uh, you guys are invited to do this. I know I will be practicing carrying on the things that I have been playing with in January and February. I'll very likely be continuing those alongside this new practice in March. I don't know at what point it's going to be too many things to keep doing all of them, but I'm not there yet. So uh, pay attention to your own inspiration and see what feels good to you to continue as well. So thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Looking forward to hearing your progress in the forum. And go enjoy the rest of this week in the meantime. Love you guys. Thank you. They love you. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Jeanette. Bye, everyone. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.